at the tailgates, you get a chance to be with your friends and family. And you also get a chance to be with people you've never even met. People of different backgrounds, different colors, different creeds. Mm-hmm. I see so much unity at these freaking tailgates. The Giants can be one in 50, and people of all colors are still in there together, drinking and having a good time. And that, to me, right there, is why we need sports. Welcome to True Blue with Mike Viv and LPG. So, Mike, I am super excited excited for our next guest i really am like this guy is a renaissance man for the new york giants if he actually i'm i am super excited because he he actually made my charity softball game 10 times better he was wild man you give this guy a microphone and that's his life right now so when you give this guy a microphone he's gonna be heard so without further ado, let's bring in Brandon London. B. Lund, I like to say. I think that's a pretty cool name. I'm going to call him B. Lund in, a couple times. Let's bring in B. Lund. All right, we got Brandon London. Uh, we called you a renaissance man, a uh, man of many different talents, including MC of charity softball games. So uh, let's just start with what you are doing now. So let's, before we get into the controversy of the week, I don't want to like get right into the hot, into the juicy stuff. Yeah. Let's get into Brandon London now at age, I don't know, I don't even know how old you are, 30, mid-30s? 35, I turn 36 next month, October 16th. Uh, October's very own, like I'm Drake. Uh, anyone wants to send presents, go ahead. Uh, uh, right now, man, right now, I'm, I, I just went into the third year of my deal with a show called Daily Blast Live, um, entertainment, uh, it's politics, it's pop culture, it's everything. It's daytime TV. What I like to tell people, it's like, good morning, America meets the view, because instead of just reporting on something, we actually get to sit and have discussion. We get to have dialogue on all the topics and all the things that are going on, uh, in, in America and on this earth right now. And I really Nothing happening like right now. Nothing. Not much to talk about, but Kardashian news, right? Slow news cycle. Hey, hey, congrats, congratulations, by the way, because we've officially kept up with the Kardashians until it ended. So we all did a good job. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we should. I mean, if there's anything positive to take away from from 2020, is we all kept up with the Kardashians. We kept it up, and I gotta. I'm hats off to you, by the way, Bilan, because you know when you got that gig. I was so happy for you because you really, you really worked hard to get that. And congratulations going into another year. Uh, it's funny when you post videos, I find myself watching every single one of them and then going on Google to try and find the rest of it. So, you know, what you say is, is, is pretty cool. Um, people like to hear you. Uh, you know, you have a flair for, for, for acting, let alone speaking. So uh, keep it up, man. You do a really good job. Keep it up. What about, what about your G-Man stuff? All right, with the, oh. with the G-Man, I'm going into, I believe, my fourth or fifth year with the Giants doing uh, uh, Giants Access Blue. I do with uh, Madeline Burke. Uh, I player interviews, fan stuff. Um, and, and we're looking this year because the Giants, I mean, let's, let's be, they need content. 
any content. So I got off the phone yesterday and we just been pitching ideas, you know, for Giants TV. And I think this year they're going to allow me and uh, Madeline Bird to do a lot more with the Giants Access Blue and try and do some, you know, fan stuff with that. Like asking fans to send in pictures for whatever tailgate they have going or a game day selfie and all, or even Madden. I play fans in Madden all the time and stuff as well. Uh, so, you know, going, going in with that, and that's been a blessing as well to be the platform because the New York Giants is where I got my reps to get ready for daytime TV. You yeah, know, I, I gotta tell you, I, I love that uh, that you do that. I love the ca- the fan caves part. I love that you interact at everybody's tailgate when you go to the stadium. Um, you know, fans like that, and you know, the Giants might have this kind of stuffy history that they don't do stuff like that. But in recent years, they've that you know, with you and Madeline and either Victor Cruz, and you know, I guess it's a UMass thing, but they, uh, they like to go around and, uh, and have this more fan participation. I got to tell you, fans love it. So keep that stuff up. Thanks, man. It's, you know, I, I think for me as well, it's, it's, it's cathartic in a way as well, because when you're doing this and you can ask Strahan this, when you're doing this daytime TV and you're reporting on these things that People can't even have these conversations at their family barbecue and all. This is something where we shoot before COVID, we shot six live shows a day. So you're redoing it. You're re-talking about whether it's a, you know, remember when Kavanaugh was trying to get in and you have people talking about their sexual uh, assault experiences and you're redoing, you're crying at the end of the day. When I let, when I leave Denver, because that's where we shoot it out of, when I leave Denver and I go do giants on the weekends, being at these tailgates, being at these fans, doing these fan caves, it takes me away from the world for a little bit. It really, and maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing, but I think for my mental personally, I think it's a great thing because then you get the stories of, Hey, this guy's dad had snuck this seat out of Yankee stadium back when the giants or his granddad and the granddad left it in the will for the kid. And now it's part of that fan cave. Is that you a real story? Feeling. You get a feeling of, when you walk into these fan caves, like you get a feeling of history. When you're hanging out at these RVs at the tailgates, you're getting a sense of Giants history. And my Giants history doesn't go back past, what, 2007 when I came in uh, for the Super Bowl year, my rookie year. So when you're learning about the YA Tittles and the Sam Hucks and yeah. Emerson Walls, how Emerson Walls, you know, played, played, played well here at corner before going to the Dallas Cowboys. Like you, you, you hear these things and you're like, you feel part of this giant history and being around the fans, man, I've, be, I've become so, I've become like brothers with a lot of you guys. Now I've become really cool with a lot of people. And it's like, you, I have people reach out to me. And it's like, Hey, if you're ever here, stop by the house and come pick up a plate on your way there. And I'm like, Really? Like that's, you know, and it just, it makes you feel, it makes you feel good inside, man. In a world full of craziness right now, it makes you feel good when you get phone calls, texts, DMs from people and they're like, hey man, anytime come hang out, that sort of thing, you know, it, you know it lets you know it's real. That, that is what fandom is about. You, you got it from both ends. You were able to be a player and now you know what it's like to be a fan because that's what we do. Like, we work all week to to be able to go to our tailgates on the weekend. And even if you're not tailgating, you're at least meeting up somewhere at someone's house with your friends, with your family, maybe with both, 
because this is our outlet. So, you know, you have been, you are now a part of that. And of course, we're going to open up our arms and our tailgates and our, our houses to someone like you, because, you know, you're a giant and once a giant, always a giant. giant. And, and that, you know, and that literally, you can't say only a giant though. It's once a giant, only a giant. You can't, you can't pull an Eli here and the rest of the teams. But, but, uh, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and I'm so happy that you're, you know, it means so much to you because that's what the weekends mean to us. When you and say, I know that and, and, and uh, uh, really quick to really quick okay. to, to add on what Joe said, you know how you said like at the tailgates, you get a chance to be with your friends and family. And you also get a chance to be with people you've never even met. People of different backgrounds, different colors, different creeds. Mm-hmm. I see so much unity at these freaking tailgates. The Giants can be one in fifty. And people of all colors are still in there together, drinking and having a good time. And that, to me, right there, is why we need sports. That, you, to me, is why sports brings people together. Because that, for, so for however long that is, no one cares about none of that. No, no one cares I, about none that's, of that. That's so funny you say that, because why I, I continue to go to these road games, and half of it, of course, you want to go down there and you want the giant, your team to win. But half of it is meeting all these people on the road. Giants Nation rocks together. We roll deep. Yeah. When I go to a stadium here or a stadium there, shoot, when I went to London, I met up with hundreds of UK fans. Yep. So it, you're right. It runs deep. Big Blue runs deep. Yep. What what is your give me can you can I put you on the spot for like a tailgate experience of like was there ever like a hundred and two year old man you know like on a I don't know that came out there or some crazy some crazy thing that you saw at tailgate I always thought it would be interesting to go through a, a game and see if you can find the oldest person and the youngest person and just Ooh. and see who you found like if you found like a newborn baby did someone bring and you found like great great grandpa that that still goes. Yo, Mike, yo, Mike, that have be careful. That's gonna be on the next XX Blue. I love that. That's gonna be on the yo, you, Joe, you know me. It's fitting yeah. that the producer in me is going <laughs> like, oh, that's a great idea. Except, except for the fact that there's no fans. Uh so so for the tailgate, it's there's a couple, there's a couple things. I think the first year I had uh I had alligator tongue. I tried alligator. Someone had alligator at their tailgate. That was pretty cool. Uh, there was a Jets-Giants game where they got married there in the parking lot. They had an ordained minister right there, and they uh, they brought the two households together like it was a, a episode wow. of Game of Thrones. Wow. Um, I was uh, last year uh, at the uh, oh, over by the ambulance. The the one big guy proposed. He did the worm. You know that video he did the worm and then proposed to his his fiance. Uh, yep. That was pretty funny. And then, that was um, Joe, then but that was Joe. No, that was Frank. Frank the worm, baby. He went viral for that that moment. And that was I had my ex with me at that game. And I and you know everyone's like Brandon, Brandon. I was like, see, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the man, and, and you know at MetLife Stadium, you know I had to flex for my you know for my girl. And then uh, the you know Frank was like, oh, I'm, watch this, stay around, watch this, and I'm like. Next thing you know, he's doing a worm. And he actually did a really good worm. The boys should be on Dancing with the Stars. That was a really good worm. Um, so that was that was dope. And then um, 
J18, I like hanging out with uh, Los, Los, New York, Los New Yoros because, I, you know, I have really good times there and, and just going around, period, you know. Um, I think one of the biggest things I'll always remember is, uh, and this is, don't, don't no one tell my bosses or anything, because I hang out, I party with the fans and I'm, I'm shotgunning beers, I'm funneling, I'm doing all that. And I walk into the, the stadium after, because I like to walk the field and I'll go say what's up to Joe and I'm, and I'm standing there and just ha- hanging out. And I, I don't know if my boss is smelling on me or whatever, but he smelled a good time. He was like, had a good time out there, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, he was like, why don't you go up to the press box and just hang out for a bit? So <laughs> you're a little less obvious. And I was like, yeah, okay, so okay. I have a, it's not working when I'm there. I don't feel like it's working. It's just a great time with some great people. And I'm just so mad we can't do it this year. Uh, no fool. But uh, not, 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 not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So from the inside, from being on the inside of things, have we heard any have you gotten any sort of inkling of a either you know more media media being involved in, in, in any more ways or fans being involved in any more ways has any of that been discussed are you in, in any sort of well so tomorrow when i go in i go into the facility tomorrow because today i'm i'm under i'm, I'm officially under the, the the covid protocol so today yeah. i went in i got swabbed up it actually tickles and then uh, I go back in tomorrow and I get another test and then I go into the facility and I've already, we've already been talking about a call to action to get fans to send in videos of them tailgating and hanging out where there's going to be a huge, I can sit here and tell you guys, there's going to be a huge call to action to get fans to send in videos, pictures, all that. They want to get the, there's, we're so thirsty for content right now because access blue would be, you know, the players went and hung out at places, hospital of uh, special surgery or hung out with right. the kids or something. They can't do that now. So now it's really going to be based off of me and Madeline watching videos and commenting on stuff, hanging out, talking about things. And I think it's going to be really cool and a nice, cool switch up. So Tomorrow we're gonna go in and shoot some promos after because uh, we're gonna shoot a couple. Uh, actually, we shoot an episode for Access Blue, but we're gonna shoot a bunch of promos for a call to action. So, you know, there's 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 the thirsty for content for sure. Might some, cool. There might be plenty of content coming your way from the True Blue guys here. <laughs> I'm down, and that's Pete, right? The new the new um, I guess I don't know what his title is. I met him once. C the COO maybe Pete. Uh, my head, my head guy is a uh, head guy of uh, ex- head executive producer of Giants TV is Don Sperling. Uh, his right hand is uh, Christi- uh, Christine Bali Bali Bali. I mess up her name every time, but that's uh, you know those who I speak to and work directly with. And who do we get in touch with for the Giants Ultimate Fan Contest that we know is going on now? Hmm. I don't know the exact point person on that i just saw that they had a link where people uh where people sent in i haven't been in the facility for about a week and a half now so and even when we go in now man it is it's it's just it's not what it used to be and i understand everyone has a new normal but i would spend like the entire day there just hang out in the cafeteria with me and madeline paul tino hang out you know go in and out the chicken soup there is unreal and, you know, we just, I'm there all day, you know, but now it's like, you go in, I'm there for an hour, hour and a half, and I'm right I mean, out of there. Oh, man. Wow. 
I really want to know. I really want to know how to get in touch with the right people for the ultimate fan contest because I think I would be the, the most perfect nominee for that. I I, I agree. I agree, I'm Mike. You you would be fan as possible. Right? Yes, you would be it, Mike. <laughs> I I think I, I I think I know a guy that get you, that might get you, Mike. I think Mike I know an ultimate fan that, that definitely deserves it and all, but. Uh, yeah. You will I'll let me work on let me work on that because I go in tomorrow. I'll try and figure some stuff out. Try. Okay, now that the pleasantries are over. Oh, Ooh, here we go. Pleasantries are over. And I was telling yeah. Bilund, first of all, Bilund is the greatest nickname. I think I'm just gonna call you that for forever. <laughs> now that the pleasantries are over. I was telling Joe earlier that it's very actually interesting because we had originally scheduled you for a couple of days ago and we pushed it back till today. And it just so happens that in that period, in that 48 hour window, we had an ex player who's now in the media say some things. Hold on, hold on, Mike, Mike, hold, Mike, hold on. All right. Hold on. This ex player, Tiki Barber, the pride of Virginia, the pride of Virginia. I heard that Tiki Barber said something to somebody about somebody named Paul who was related to B. London at Virginia. Is this true? This is what we're talking about in the media today. He was talking about your uncle Paul of Virginia. Those are the rumors that we've been hearing. Nah, Tiki, you want to talk about Paul London, baby. Paul London Paul London still, I think, has the uh, the record for most picks in a year at the University of Virginia. I don't, All so. Right, so, so. All right, so maybe, so maybe it wasn't about Paul London. Hold on no. a second. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I got my facts. Maybe I got my facts mixed up a little bit. Hold, uh, on, hold on. If it wasn't about Paul London, Mike, who was it about? I, I forgot. I don't want to, you want to turn around? You want to, fa- you want to zoom in on your shirt? So, yeah, we just got Brandon. He's like, yeah, how do you know about Paula? Anyway, so, uh, so Tiki comes out and, and criticizes uh, Barkley. I don't want, you know what? I don't want to say criticize him. Yeah. Because that's, it's actually too strong of a word. Yeah. He actually just came out and he gave his opinion. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is fair enough. There's, there's, no, nobody should tell a fan or anybody else how to think or what their opinion should be. So he came out and he said, Barkley, he doesn't feel like is going to be an every down back because his pass blocking has become a glaring issue. What is your take, Bilan, on his opinion? Is, is there merit? And is it something that obviously could be worked on? So here's the thing when it comes to ex-players speaking on the players now, because Kendrick Perkins on the NBA Tonight Show or NBA, he gets a lot of flack for the players. What I learned at the broadcast boot camp, NFL broadcast boot camp 2016, uh, James Brown, who does Fox and all, they the rule is critique the performance, not the performer. Hmm. Okay. Critique the performance. We all watched that game. We all watched two sixes game all around great back. What's one of his weaknesses right now? Pass block. Pass blocking. That's I'm not hating on Saquon. Anytime I'm in the locker room, I need an interview or something. ESPN, NFL Network can be there. Hey, say, can I get you for two seconds? He will come right over to me. I'm not hating on him at all. Mm. He knows as a as a as as one of the greats that he's going to be. Mm-hmm. That this is a knock on him right now. 
Mm-hmm. We all have knocks early in our game that we know that we have to, to, to make into a strength by the time we leave this game or by the time well, the next payday comes up because upstairs, front office will use anything they can to try and chip away at some of the dollars they're going to throw you. Not saying the Giants organization. I'm just saying anybody that owns a business or whatever knows when an employee comes up to you and they're like, hey, I want to raise, I want to do this. I've done this. But then the, your your employer is going to be like, yeah, but you didn't do this. So that's why you're not going to get paid that. So when it comes to Tiki, I don't think that – I don't – he wasn't hating. He wasn't saying it. He simply gave an opinion. Because if you would – if you go back and you see how people said Tiki had a fumbling problem. Tiki couldn't keep it high and tight. So if you had like a – Let's say a Jim Brown at that time, and he's doing NBC Sports, and he's like, well, you know, Tiki, if he wants to be one of the greats, he's got to learn how to hold on to that football. He can't. Social media is going to blow that up. and Oh, my gosh. Clickbait is going to get the idiots who don't click on it and actually read the article, read the context, because a lot of people are too lazy for context. Why worry about the truth when the lie is more entertaining? You know what but, I'm saying? A lot but, of people yeah. would rather just comment off of a clickbait. Than, than reading the story. So what true, I think so Tiki, true. there's nothing wrong with what I believe Tiki Barber did. So, so, so I, I, you are a hundred percent right with what you just said. A thousand percent right. I don't agree with it. I think that, you know, giant fans should not look at Saquon Barkley like he walks on water. Obviously everybody has some kind of a, an issue or a problem. Yep. And I, I so agree with you when it comes to 16 mil a year, because that's what it's going to cost to sign him. I believe that the pass blocking will knock that down to 14 mil a year. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's not, that's not here nor there. Um, I wrote a tweet that I said, I love Tiki Barber. I always have. I always will. 100% disagree. And then after I wrote it, because of my love for Saquon Barkley, who's on the Giants now, I went and rewatched the game. I rewatched it five times. Why? I wanted to see every single Barkley pass block. I watched it because I didn't want to just tweet away with not knowing what the hell I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I saw good pickups. I saw not so good pickups. And I saw a horrendous not pickup. And, and I said to myself, I wonder. And, and, and you, being a former player, you can help me with this. I said, I wonder if he was overcompensating because one of the coaches, Judge, uh, 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 Jason Garrett, uh, Colombo, somebody said, hey, Saquon, keep an eye out on the rook. So maybe like he was maybe two or three steps where he shouldn't have been. I don't know. I don't even claim to know his assignments. But I didn't think that it was worthy of a he's not in every down back. Hmm. How much of it is also hmm. Barber that it wasn't uh, Terrell Day? You know, not this is a, a very close New York ex running back in our city who has the slight checkered past with the with the team as well. Mm-hmm. But he's still right here in our city. Say, if this is Terrell Davis saying it on first take or something, this is not even news, probably. 
Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy Terrell Davis then. <laughs> you are. I'm gonna destroy. It, it's Mike. Mike. It's it, that that plays a huge deal because you a have huge. a giant. You have a Giants great commenting on another giant great. You know, and I just look at it where Amani Toomer used to get a lot of stuff for his yes. comments on the offense and his yes. his comments on Odell Beckham Jr. Now, had it been Michael Irvin saying something bad about uh, uh, OBJ, no Giants fan would have really cared. Like, they would have hated on Michael Irvin. But the fact that it was Amani Toomer that said it, it's going to hit harder because it's almost like one of our own attacking one of our own. Right. Giants hey. football right now, we're getting it from everybody. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you just put it so eloquently because he is a Giants great, and he is talking about a Giants great. And I love that you said that, because I've been battling fans. I'm not saying I'm right. Remember, everybody's entitled to their opinion, their opinion, but but I don't care. Tiki Barber is a Giants legend. He was, he was Saquon. He was the bright spot on a crap team. So don't sit there and tell me that he wasn't great. He was great. So do you want to attack? And Mike, you're right on with what you what you said about that being right here in New York. Because do you want to hate on Tiki for what he said about Eli and the organization? Okay, that's a different subject. But don't hate on Tiki for giving his opinion on Barkley. You could disagree with it. Don't hate on him. Right. Yeah. Right. And it just so happened to be the same day he got uh, the short list for the whole. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but wait, but, but wait, Joe, but, but Joe, you said you, you, you watched the all 22, you watched the game. You said you saw some good, you saw some, give it a grade. Take, take, take the, take the Jersey off your back right now and give it a grade. Give okay. it a grade. So, Cause so, hold on, but hold on, but real quick, you have had, you had Brandon Jacobs on here. You yeah. hang out with a mob Bradshaw. Yeah. You hang out with some giants running backs that have stuck their face and, and some pass rush before. So the standard here, we ain't in Cleveland. We're not in one of these, like, one of these rundown organizations where the standard isn't as high. So the standard at, at pass blocking for a running back in this organization, give it a grade. Like, again, it's not you hating because he's obviously he's going to work on it. He's going to get better at it. And he's going to be the greatest Giants running back of all time. See, but, you, you, put some, you put some caveats in there. You said, you know, He's going to work on it. He's going to be great. This is the first game. But I'll even with those three caveats, mm. I'm still going to – and Jesus, then you got to bring up the the freaking – some of the greatest pass blockers that the Giants have had in recent <laughs> years. I would, I would call up Brandon Jacobs now, and he could play and be a better pass blocker <laughs> right now than, than Saquon Barkley. <laughs> so I hear you. Um, if I had to grade it and take the jersey off and not be a homer that I am – because I'm definitely a homer, um, I'm not giving him any higher than a C. But I'm giving him a C for the first game. Okay. I don't – this is my whole point. I'm giving him a C for the game. I'm, I'm not going to give him a C for the year until we yes. talk in January. Yes. So, yes. so yes. For, for Tiki to say – I wish he would have said – I mean, I guess, I guess he did. He's talking about future, and I'm one of the ones – that have to take a step back and say, was he talking about Saquon Barkley in a whole, or was he talking that this glaring problem has to be fixed now? And if it has to be fixed now, I'm giving him a C after game one, and you know what? 
I'm the, we're going to have B Lun on in two weeks and be like, yo, B plus. Because <laughs> yeah. look what he's done. So you know what? Everybody's right when it comes to their own opinion. He, he's, he spoke and he's speaking. I think he was speaking to Saquon like he would be speaking to a young Tiki. Young Tiki, he's speaking to young Tiki. Hey, they're going to hate on you. Because you have a, you're not holding on to the football right now. If you want to be the greatest Giants running back, young Tiki, hold on to the football and keep progressing and getting better. I took it that that's how he spoke at, at Saquon, to Saquon. And he's that's probably a- already sent that text already. Be like, hey, man, let me clear it up. Because public opinion sucks sometimes. And the yeah. mob just went straight. The mob yeah. went straight in on this one. I like you that. Are- I like so that. True. All so right. true. Okay. All right. Good. That was great. And I like that what you said right there. I'm definitely going to clip that for social media tomorrow. <laughs> you had actually this week, another thing now that, and the Browns are coming on pretty soon, but um, our other, our other buddy Odell uh, was like, there was something you said recently, right? You had a, tw- a tweet that was like very, that the mob came after as well. Like coming like a bring Odell back or something. Bro, they jumped on that. So I don't, I, I think it was PFF or somebody tweeted out like, Oh, the Browns are looking to shop old OBJ. And I'm sitting on my, I'm downstairs sitting <laughs> on my couch. I probably have mismatching socks on. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just say once a giant, always a giant or not. Nah. And I came out. I wouldn't even, and it went. People were calling me a bum. They were like, "Oh, (laughs) this is all Giants Twitter has to do today." And all, I'm like, "I just finished. I just finished doing daytime TV. (laughs) What do you mean? That's all I had to do today? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Joe, I was just literally just sitting there, like, oh, once a giant or no, and just to see what people. I didn't think it was gonna go like that, but yeah, my 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 great. That's a great question. I'm so glad you brought that up because. You know, just for the hell of it, today, I decided to post some videos of OBJ, and I said, hey, I said, it's, it's it's a slow Twitter day. Let's cause some controversy and just put up a video. I mean, holy cow. So oh, look, my God. So, look, you know what? And, 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 B, this isn't the first time that we've spoken about stuff like this. You can have a million people love you, and you can have one person that hates you. And for some odd reason in the society that we live in, that one person just speaks louder than the, than the million. And it's, it sucks, it sucks. And that's just the, it's just the world we live in right now. So, so I, I also was thinking about you and Mike just said that. I also was thinking about you like, hold up. I, I just put a tweet out with a question mark and you got crushed. <laughs> I got to go back and look, but somebody was like, somebody like told me like, shut up, you bum. You were on the practice squad. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what? What did I do? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my. I'm, I'm yeah, like, it's, man. It's amazing. Oh, man. It's amazing. Hey, and I, I will say this. I say this all the time about OBJ and people can have as many opinions as they want, but, but, OBJ is loved for the same exact reasons why people hate him. So to each his own, baby, you are loved for it and you are hated for the same exact thing. What, who, man, was it Al Capone or something like that? Who's that had like a had a line like that? It was like, if I'm, if I'm getting hate, that means I'm doing something right, or you know, like something along those lines. Yeah, every, well, shit, everybody says that, Mike. But yeah, well, I mean, everybody said that. 
the rapper, the 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 great French Montana said that if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, you're, you're not, you're not if everyone wants to be your friend, if everyone is just like they, if you never get any blowback. Can they, yeah. Are they really your friends? Like, do you, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. really care? Do you really get better? If That's you so got true. a coach and a coach is always like, hey, good job, good job, good job. No, like, am I, is my T-step right? Did I get out of my break right? Like, yeah. give me coaching. Mike, I, I, B, are you, you're, you're cool with Mike leaving that reference to French Montana? Would you like that cut? Uh, give it to French, <laughs> you know. He's, 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 he's from Morocco. Who's, who's your favorite coach? Who's your favorite coach? <laughs> my favorite coach, Mike Sullivan. My receiver oh, coach, my, Sully. Yeah, Sully. Yeah. Man, Mike, Mike Sullivan. Mike Sullivan, I put in the category as I put, like, my dad when it comes to learning things. Because Mike wow. Sullivan, wow. He, took it, he, took it, he took it deeper than football in our meetings. You can ask Plax. You can ask Monty, Sonoris Moss, D. Hickson. He took it deeper. He, he's one of those guys that makes you understand your why. Why would your legs hurt? You're hurting, you're bruised up. Why would you go out and play this game? He makes you tap into that why. You know why? Because I got my brothers who are going to go out, because I got plaques over here on one ankle that are, that's going out, lying up. Because my mother, I promised her I was going to buy her a, a house or something like Mike Sullivan makes you tap into the why when it comes to football. There's a lot of X's and O's type coaches. Mike Sullivan's an X and O, but he's a Y guy. He's a, he's a Y coach as well. XOs and Ys. He, and everyone speaks highly of him. Right. Uh, I, I absolutely love that answer. And Mike is not only a great coach, which I don't know him from that, especially in the meeting rooms, but as a guy, you are so correct right there. What a great guy. And, all right. We're with Brandon London, man about town, Denver, LA, New York, going to the, in the COVID protocol right now as we speak. Uh, weekend, uh, we get the Bears coming in. I think they're a joke. I think, based on what I saw the other day, even though we lost, I'm super confident in a very competitive game. Give me something. Give me a minute or two on the Bears before we before we let you go. All right, minute or two. I think we're going to have to really hit with our pass rush on Trubisky. Cannot let him be slip slippery and and, and break containment and open up uh, and give more time for his receivers to get open. We have to hold Allen Robinson in check. This is a moment for uh, James Bradbury to where this is, this is your, your Jack rabbit versus Dez moment. This is the beginning of that before you get to the Amari Coopers and those guys, we want to see what you paid, what we paid you for. Can you strap down a number one? I think it's going to be, it has to be a huge game for Corey Ballantyne as well, because he kind of got thrown into that number two spot, that second corner. And after not he didn't play loss. that much last year, he didn't get that many corner reps. And now you just thrown in as a number two. This has to be a game for him for confidence. I want to see him get his confidence. I think Jabril's going to have a, a, a big game. I don't think everyone's hating on Jabril Peppers. Oh, I think he had that bad angle on one, and then that that uh, Ebron caught that 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 great, great ball down, yeah. on him. Other than that, I think Jabril Peppers played a great game. And uh, especially with what he did in special teams, I think all eyes are going to be on our run game. You're, you already know that. First and foremost, <laughs> that like we can definitely not put that on tape again. But here's 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 why I don't think this is going to happen. Mark Colombo, Jason Garrett. Yeah, they're not idiots. 
these are two guys that can help when, when it comes to run scheme and, and, and formation and trying to think of different ways to get more out of your offensive line. You just had to watch this game. You had to have this game to be able to go in week two. And now we can be like, well, you know what? You know, maybe Zimmer struggles here. Maybe Hernandez isn't getting out uh, or kicking out the way we want. So let's switch some things up. Let's let's refine some things because your team, you judge your team on how bet, how good or how much better they get between week one and week two. Or maybe Barkley yeah. uh, is not in every down back. Maybe he's got to come out of it. Yo! <laughs> you know, I, you know I, hey, a lot of people, a lot of people, with this line, there's a line in the sand right now, and you and Tiki has kind of forced people to jump on. Are you team Saquon now, or are you are you team are you team Tiki? Yeah, that's um, pretty dope. Okay. That's pretty dope. That's, that's dope. what we're gonna do to Chicago right there, baby. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, B, hey, I, look, B, do you know what do you know what this means? Tupac Machiavelli, yeah. But do you know what it means on this jersey? Oh, I know. Let me see. Oh, just a Barkley jersey. But do you know what it means? If not, this is a this this is another uh, access blue for you. Tupac Tupac didn't have big quads, so no, 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 not at all. I'll I'll tell you, so you don't have to guess. Okay, okay. So, so uh, Mike, do you know? I think I know. I don't. I think I have. I have to be right because I don't know how else I would think of this. (laughs) Go ahead. I think it was something to do with like his dad was a Tupac fan. Yeah. And there's a joke. I don't know if it's serious that they won. No, no. It was Tupac. dead serious. If he won out versus mom, Saquon's name would be Tupac Machiavelli and Barkley. Oh. That's... But instead, mom got Saquon Barkley. Oh. I got a question for you. And we're going to let you go after this. I am, I, I, I told Mike before we even jumped on here that. You downplay yourself. I don't think you give yourself enough credit of how hard that you actually work in the fields that you work. And I told him, I asked him a question. I said, Mike, do you know what three for 30 means? And he said, I think so. And Brandon, you were going to have a company or you were going to do a brand, you were going to do something, and I've always looked out for three for 30. Can you tell people what three for 30 is? Three catches, 30 yards with, in the regular season with the Miami Dolphins. Those are my official uh, NFL stats. You know, and then uh, the playoff game against the, uh, the Ravens, I had four for 40-something. And uh, that's the game Ed Reed like single-handedly beat us. But, I, you know, I downplay it. I downplay it in a sense, uh, Joe, where it's like, it's just one of those things where it's like I get mad at myself because I, I wanted to have more of an NFL career. You know, I was blessed enough to go play up in Canada and all like that. But I don't you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just like I'm a coach's kid. Football has always been part of my yeah. life. And now that I got this new this this new love, this TV, this entertainment thing, it's kind of like she's my ex. You know, like you, you don't look at your you don't look at your man, your, your number one right now the way you look at, you know, your your ex. You know, so it's I appreciate it. And I ended up going with uh, London Enterprises LLC instead. Of uh, three for 30 is better. Three for 30 is I was, I was, I was nine for 56 
in my in my pop Warner midget football. <laughs> and I too wanted a better NFL career. <laughs> and, and, I, and I didn't get it. So so you know what? Credit where credit is due, you you made it to the to the pinnacle. And and no one should ever take that away or downplay that at all. And and I love that you didn't rest on your Lord. You're, you're, you're doing more than that. You're doing what your life calling is. And that's probably in front of a TV camera. So, you know, I'm, I, we thank you for coming on true blue. We understand that you, you, you've chose us over chatting with, with Michael Strahan again, who constantly reaches out. Yeah, he just keeps calling me, man. Like, I know he constantly needs TV advice from you. I really appreciate you jumping on with us instead of him. So, so thank you very much. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, you'll catch up with him in another day. Yeah, man. Hey, and a bold prediction, Evan Ingram has over 100 yards receiving this game. Yeah. Watch this bounce back. If he gets the snaps. Yo, do me a favor. Don't tweet it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brandon, you know what you got to do, right? You got to come over and uh, you got to sign the ceiling. Oh man, look at that cave, man! Forget the ceiling, man. I gotta shoot that cave. Oh, man. oh, you never, oh, you never saw the cave. I gotta shoot the did cave, you see, man. Did you see the, the cribs we did? Yeah, I saw it, but it's it's different when you see it on there, and it's like, but I got a camera crew. Hey, Joe, I'm working, bro. I'm going back in tomorrow, bro. Let yeah, me, I'm working, bro. Damn. Damn, bro. Like we got people oh, sending oh, me. Did I did I show you? Did I show you the? Uh... The finished product. Oh, I the, saw the finished. I saw that on 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 Instagram on uh t- Twitter. The quote. Damn, look at that, bro. And that's only half, right, Joe? You have the other. You have the other. The bro, well, then, then, then we got. Then we get into the man garage. Oh, that's this is fan cave porn. No, this is this is unlike you've ever seen. This is like you know you know it's funny. Candy. It's funny. I I tell people all the time, like you know, I'm older than you know. I'm not. I'm not some little kid. So. You know, this takes years. This isn't, I don't, I just don't go online and buy and buy shit. Like this yeah. takes years. So when I, when I watch the Giants Access Blue and they're showing man caves and, and I really <laughs> love some of the, the man ca- No, 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 no. I really do like. No, I, I'm, you're, and, yeah. And, the, and like you said, the stories that they tell, because the stories they tell, it's not about, it's not about this Giants pride hat. It's about my dad's motto was this. So now I, right now, I only talk about this. So, yeah. so I, you know, yes, one day the Giants will fill my cave and I'll love it. But I also really do enjoy watching other people's caves. Even if it's a, a small cave, even if it's two times the size of my cave, I don't care. If it's Giants related, we all rock together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, man. You, it's, it's all when it, when it hits. Just make sure I'm the one that films it. And you already know. You already I know. Do that. I want to be. That. I'm gonna run up out of here, though, fellas, man. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Joe, let's 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 catch up pretty soon, man. And no Mike, doubt. thanks for having me on, brother. Thank you, brother. This all right, B. Lund. I'll see you later, pal. All right, fellas. Take it easy. Stay blue. Peace.